Sports Beat on the Bay. Good morning, everybody. This is Sports Beat 88.7 on your dial for Wednesday, April 13th. 13th. With Dave Percival and Dan Caswell. And Grant's here as well. Guys, how are you doing today? Good. I thought everything was on board until I had to look at Dan here with a look of fear in my eyes and say, what's a date? (laughs) Well, that happens. It is 2022, though. It is, yeah, yeah. Well, it's an easy date for me to remember. It was the Noller's birthday yesterday. He's 15. Yeah, and how, how, oh boy, and how was his birthday? It was, uh, it was good. As they we'll all just are. leave it at that. Okay, we will. Yes. Yeah, let's just go. I, I have a feeling I, I, we don't want to delve into that any further. Well, happy now, birthday. Now I'm interested, though. You <laughs> yeah, know, I'll course, talk to him out there. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the, the start with our Leafs, my beloved Leafs. Hey, they can't, good thing they're not playing the Buffalo Sabercats, as Dan and I called them in the playoffs. A 4-2 loss. They, it's in their head, Dan. They, yeah. They're playing a team that doesn't play well, really, against anybody else, but if I may, I think the Sabres are a good-looking team down the line. I This deal for Jack Eichel going the other way, I really like Alex Tuck at six foot four, 217 pounds, and is he slick. He made a couple of beautiful plays last night. Peyton Krebs, two draft picks, two first-rounders. Yeah. Uh, you know what? The Sabres are good. They really, they're, they're not a bad-looking hockey team. Very skilled. Yeah, and Skinner's playing Noel again. Yes, 31 goals. Yeah. And the guy that I really like is a six foot seven center, Tage Thompson, with thirty three goals. He's he reminds me a bit. I don't know who he reminds me of, but he's a really nice hockey player. Right? Six seven. Six foot seven center. Center, hmm. which is rather strange, but hey, not a big deal with our hundred. <laughs> I meant what I meant by that was six foot seven centers don't really. There aren't generally guys at six Unless foot seven. You're a basketball player. Right, uh, power forward. Yes. Right? But uh, it was kind of cool last night. Owen Power had his first game, the number one draft pick, and boy, is he a great-looking hockey player. Yeah. Right off the bat, he uh, he stopped a two-on-one, broke it up, and, and took off with the puck. Like, he yeah. knew exactly what to do, and that tells you all you need to know. He is going to be a superstar. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and it, it must have been cool for him as a Toronto boy to get to play in the rink where he always practiced, and he got to start in that rink, right? No, for sure. So yeah, so the Leafs at 100 points. You know what? What I what intrigues me very much though, Dan, is this Matthew Knees is the uh, the the Minnesota draft pick, the the one the Leafs are so high yep. on. Yep. I the old days they never did this. They've made it clear that they're going to have a discussion with him to use him uh, as a permanent fourth line player in the playoffs for this year. Yeah, they 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 said we really want to use him throughout the playoffs. Does that really make sense, Dan? Like that's an opinion piece. I don't know if it makes sense well, to break up any chemistry that's been. I wouldn't say that it's a guarantee, but I would say we'd like to put you in the lineup and see how things go. No, like you kind of go with the horses that brought you there. But I understand that you're always you're always you always have an eye on the future, and. You know, that's you know we never talked about it. I'm just going to shift gears a bit, but yeah. it's on the kind yeah. of the same uh, same level. Keith Yandel, who was 14 games away from a thousand games, like Iron Man, a thousand games. Right. Like he had missed a game, and the Philadelphia Flyers healthy scratched them because now they're down the pipe. They have like these you know different players that are usually coming out of U.S. colleges that. Uh, they've kind of guaranteed spots for the final for the final you know fourteen game or eleven games at that time, and so that's why he got healthy scratched. Now we could go on a big conversation about that, right. but. 
But this isn't, we're not talking the lowly bottom dwelling no. Philadelphia Flyers. We're talking a Stanley Cup potential winning Toronto Maple Leafs team that has, you know, like you said, 100 points. You have this great, you you know, the fourth line. I think what's probably they're doing is maybe trying to wake up the fourth line because they have been struggling down the stretch. And they do need, like any team that's won the Stanley Cup has a solid fourth line. I, yeah, good. Well, well said, and I, I think you're right, and it's right. This day and age, though, it's different because I don't remember going back ten years that they ever did this. Really, they didn't bring guys in as often as they do now. But I guess they have the ability with travel and everything else to do this pretty simply. Like generally, like when you've put the player in, it's ju- usually from an injury standpoint, and at that point, if that player proves to be a you know a, a person that should stay, guess what? You just stole a spot, you know, like Tanev did in 2010 on defense with the uh, Vancouver Canucks. True. You know, he came in undrafted uh, out of U.S. college. They put him in the lineup uh, because there's an injury, and he played right through to the Stanley Cup final when they met Boston and lost. So, I mean, it does happen, but to kind of announce it that it's about, you you know, we're going to guarantee this person a spot, I don't know. But that's a wake-up call. You you yeah. said it best. This is a wake-up call to to the guys that are uh, the bottom six, say for the Leafs. Yeah. But the Leafs the Leafs are fine. Um, Hundred points. Washington Capitals uh, tomorrow night. Yep. And that's a good test always for anybody. Oh, for sure. Playing Ovechkin and the Capitals. Uh, our Blue Jays, uh, Toronto Blue Jays, <laughs> uh, three and two start. Good start. Uh, Yosai Kikuchi did not have it yesterday, though. I'm wondering if they. Somebody said they were concerned about this, and boy, the Yankees hit him hard. He only lasted three and a third innings. Um, I think everybody, Daniel, gets a sh- their first start. You know what? Yep. They got to get a pass, do no, they not? For sure. for sure. But a guy that doesn't get a pass signing for a trillion dollars is Jose Barrios has to show up tonight <laughs> yes. as he's pitching his second game after lasting a third of an inning. Yes, which is almost I was surprised. Of. I was surprised he even last that long. Like, I thought he was going to get yanked before he even got one out. Well, you and I were watching the game together. Yes. We, we decided to do this, Grant, and watch a game together. And it wasn't – we had to give it up yeah. because he couldn't get anybody out. Oh, uh, okay. Yep. It was a very quick exit for him. But in his defense, I mean, I know they're professionals and whatnot, but everyone has routines. Like, you do what on – your, on your day you're pitching, you go through all the motions, all that stuff that you have to do. And, you know, you kind of time it when you're going to be throwing your first pitch. Right. Right? Well, they had probably, what do you think, 45 minutes of, like, of ceremonial. ceremonial stuff. Like, it's all opening day stuff. Right. All this all this stuff about, you know, the, the silver sluggers and the gold glove awards. And, you know, they recognize this and recognize that. And so I think it was about a 45-minute lull that probably isn't used to and and they just lit him up right away yeah i could see how that could affect you well the first batter hit a home run right right so and and we got the great garrett cole tonight and i'll tell you what we're going to find out because he he's facing a very skilled lineup that didn't hit last night who i bet you will hit tonight yes i bet you they really hit tonight so i'm excited for that game just an aside at baseball there's a fellow that just started this year a rookie Stephen kwan for the cleveland uh indians it's not the indians anymore the guardians guardians Guess what he did? What did he do? You guys know? In this first, he had reached base 15 times in his first four games. Okay. It's never been done. Really? 1901 was the last time somebody did something even close to this. Nine hits, six walks, 692 average, 789 on base percentage, and a 
1.790 slugging percentage. Hopefully he can keep that up for the rest of the year. Yeah. It's just a cool thing well, eh, to good. have that's a rookie a start, start like that. Eh? Um, the Toronto Raptors, hey, this is Saturday, big game, the Philadelphia 76ers. This game is number one. You know what? I'm, I just, I, I've been hard all year on, we've been, I've been hard on Siakam. You yes. haven't been. His stats <laughs> are better than any Raptors regular season stats in history. Yes. Why does it not seem like they're miraculous? No, for sure. I, we, I, I agree you know what I mean? They're the best stats. Ever. Ever. Now, he's got to prove himself in the playoffs. Because he seems like, forgive me about this, I mean, you followed them more than I yeah. do, but he seemed to have a really slow start. Did he not? I know they all did. Extremely. But, but he but, seemed to, like, his start, dra- like, slow start dragged on further than most. And so he's come out with the most stats. Or the best stats, best stats yeah. collectively, and you know that's that's rebounds and assists yep. and everything else. So you got James Harden and Joel Embiid, and Embiid is tremendous. So there's yep. two guys that can take you all the way, but you know what they said? They said Scotty Barnes has uh, has kept Harden under wraps. Scotty yep. Barnes is such a great rookie, and Anobi as with his defense, mm-hmm. and as the fact checker had told us, what about Precious Achua? I just wanted to say the name. Yeah, I know. Precious is precious. Uh, <laughs> we've got. Matisse Theobald, and I did not know the fact checker said, told us, and it's true, that he cannot play in, in the Canada games because he's not vaccinated. And he is their top defender. Yeah. So I'm telling you right now, the Raptors' offensive uh, rebounds were second differential in the league. Uh, turnover differential was first. Like, these guys had a great year. They're going to take Philadelphia and beat them in six games, Dan and Grant. Well, they definitely got to beat them. You know, they got to take one at, on the road. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. They have to. So yep. Saturday night, and I'm excited. And Jurassic Park is is good to go. I was thinking you and I should all, or but three of us will get tickets and head down there next week. Let's do it. Wouldn't that be fun? Sounds good to me. Stand around with a lot of people, yell and scream at the yeah, at the, the screen at the screen. Yeah. But I think it's cool. I think all kidding aside, I think it's a pretty neat thing. Absolutely. I, I go along with it. Um, Nick Nurse. What okay? What do you do here? The LA Lakers have just come out, and and the fact checker again told me that coaches were not subject to any of this. Yeah. I thought it might be collusion. You know, yeah. when he's under contract, no coaches can. It doesn't matter. The Lakers want Nick Nurse to coach them next year. Okay, they've said we want Nick Nurse as our coach. Is that a great move for Nick Nurse? Like I know it's a storied franchise, but he'd be out of his mind to take that, wouldn't he? With the Lakers and all well, where they're at. I mean, it's not the first time that uh, one of the best coaches in the NBA gets uh, tried to get wooed over to another team, and it happens at the management level too. Like it wasn't that long ago that Ujiri was trying, like people were trying to get him to go to New York, right? To go to Milwaukee, to go to a whole bunch of spots, and I, I think Nick Nurse is pretty happy in Toronto, but you never know. It is the LA Lakers. Right, so you go to the storied franchise, and, but, and, and money will be a big factor, too. They'll woo him with a lot more money than... But what? why would you go there where you have a really solid young team in Toronto to, like, to work with and you know have another chance at a championship where you have like a really old... I know you got LeBron, but you got a really old... LeBron's 30, what, 8? And like all their, all their super big names, like they're not young people like it's not a young team they've certainly uh they're going to be in a rebuilding very shortly right they have to be because yeah. they had a it's a disgrace when they don't make the playoffs that's and maybe problem. that's why they want nick nurse because they've seen what he does with developing young talent yeah it's a smart move on their part but you think about it they frittered away they don't get a draft a number one draft pick till 2027 yeah 
Again, Adam, the fact checker, told me that. He is very, you know, his stats are off the charts. And he's going to be away for a while, and we're really going to miss it. Yeah, it's going to affect our show. Well, it's not really, because it just means we don't have to study as hard. We can say what we want, and it isn't going to matter. So, as I brought up, uh, just a neat little thing about uh, about uh, Evander Kane last night. Yes. Is it worth, I think it's yeah, worth it's mentioning. Worth, yeah, let's yeah, let's talk about it. So, Evander Kane looks like, kind of like the bully or whatever you want to say but he he certainly doesn't do his teammates so here's the i'll set the table uh kirill kripasov the scorer from minnesota decides to rough up Kaylor yamamoto who is extremely small mm-hmm. okay so evander kane who is not to be played with he comes in and decides well if you want to fight you can fight me well that wasn't good if you saw the look on kripasov's face there was no way that he was going to go down that road so what it did is it brought in a bunch of Minnesota Wilds, and their tough guy, of course, feels Hartman has to get in there. Right. The referees almost kill them both and themselves trying to not, they didn't let them fight, which they should have. I know we get in trouble for this, but they should have been allowed to go. They pull them back, throw them around. And uh, my point is, if you're going to start something with somebody, maybe you should pick somebody that is is representative of that can stand up for themselves. I would agree if with Andrew that. Evander Kane didn't do a thing wrong, Dan. You well, we're going that. back to this, like, you know, obviously no one learned uh, from what happened in the uh, Anaheim uh, Coyotes game when you had Terry go in oh, right. and right, take, right. take a stab at Beagle, and Beagle beat him up pretty good. So Kane could have easily done that to Krill. And I like his name. He sounds like a DJ, right? Krill. <laughs> and so, um, anyways... He could have easily done that to him, and and he maybe he should have. Like some of these guys who are these superstars who are going into spots where they have no business going into. You know what I mean? Like you have no business going into that to to do that. So um, Hartman, hey, he had a great night because he had two goals on the yes, night. Yes, he, he, like, he had a tremendous remember. night. That's we true. We got to remember the night that the like you're talking two playoff teams and i know it's you know kind of going down getting close like you can never really measure going into the playoffs in the last say you know 10 games what what how the team's going to be but right. but minnesota's been strong all year and they beat the edmonton oilers 5-1 and it was 5 nothing until late in the third they handled the leafs quite well all I mean, season too yeah right? yeah very so, good so i mean yeah like i i, gotta, I agree with you Percy. like i don't understand what Krill uh was thinking yeah, and, and Kane, but again, you want Evander Kane in your team, and it appears, as far as the Edmonton Oilers go, that this has worked with Evander Kane. Yeah. He is averaging a point a game, and which is pretty impressive considering he didn't play much at all. No, for sure. And they'll need him in the playoffs. Well, that's the thing. Like, the, the big litmus test will be, and and to see if it worked, is what happens in the playoffs. Exactly. So it's, it's going to be good. But we got a full weekend of sports, and I think we've, I don't think we're here Friday. No. Because it is Easter, and it's Good Friday. Yep. What do you got? What do you got planned, Dan? Well, I don't know. It's been pretty busy the last uh, little while. I think might uh, just kind of figure out and, and you know reset everything. Every, you know, like there's a lot of clutter right now. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, yeah. Is there is there ever? What about you, Grant? Are you are you good this weekend? I'm actually uh, doing a little road trip, going to see our oldest son. Fantastic. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yourself? Uh, uh, probably the hot tub that we've talked about on air now for months. Ooh, I think I, up? I think as long as it doesn't snow and drop to minus 10, I think we're going to have a hot tub. Well, done. when it gets to about 103, give Grant a call and give myself a call. We'll come over for a soak. I think it's good. Maybe, I still think the idea of doing the, the show out of the tub is a good idea. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, to our listeners out there, happy Easter to everybody. I'm Dave for Dan and Grant. Take care. We'll be back on Monday with more sports.